0: Hey guys, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Really, I am. I want to start with a question from a listener. She emailed me today with a few questions, and this one in particular I wanted to just talk about on today's episode because I don't like having to type, having to explain it, I think would have taken up a lot of uh, words. <laughs> so I thought I would just talk about it on the episode. Much easier for me. And I think this will give to anyone listening. Okay, so the question is, um, she wanted to know the difference, or if there is a difference, because she was picking up, she was seeing it as a contradiction in dwe- from, between dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled. And when I talk about just dropping it, forgetting about it, or when I say it is done, and she gave a couple of examples. One was when I talked about being healed, when I had come to that point where I decided it's time for dystonia to go, a little conversation I had with myself. And a more recent episode, uh, Water, Water Everywhere, when I talk about the plumbing problem and how I just stopped for a moment and imagined hearing my dad's voice saying, wow, he was, you know, amazed at how easily the plumbing problem was resolved. And I, I can't remember exactly what I said there, but I think I must have said something about that I dropped it or I knew it was done. And I think this is where the question comes from. Is, is that different than dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled? And for me, my answer is no. There is no difference. Not at all. If I'm dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled, and in the the episode she talked about, the plumbing problem, hearing my dad's voice, hearing him say, wow, amazed at how quickly and, and easily I resolved the plumbing issue, I knew it was done. And so in that moment, I moved into the state of my wish fulfilled, and I continued dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled knowing it was done. And so when you move states, when you move to a new state of being, a new state of consciousness, from that new state is where you view the world. So your thoughts are different, your uh, opinions, your beliefs, your reactions to things, and what you manifest, what you experience in life, everything changes because you've moved. You are not going to experience anything until you're being it already. So by saying I dropped it, or I forgot about it, I don't mean that I forgot it, I just gave up, that I dropped my desire, like I give up. That's it. I I imagine it, not screw it. No, when I say I dropped it, I mean I dropped the desire. If I'm still desiring it, if I'm still wanting it, and I still think of whatever the problem is, whatever the issue is. If I'm thinking of it still in a in in a way that it's not resolved, then I am not dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled. So when I say I dropped it, I dropped the desire, I dropped the worry, because I know it's done. I cannot worry about it. I cannot. And I'm I'm not just I'm I'm literally you. If you're dwelling in new, the state of your wish fulfilled, whatever the issue is, if you're truly dwelling in it and you've moved, that's your dwelling place. You cannot worry about the lack of whatever that was because it's no longer a lack. You're no longer lacking it. So when I say I forgot about it, I forgot about the want because I moved into the have. It's done. So I hope that answers the question between that there is no difference when I talk about dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled and when I say I dropped it or I forgot about it or it's done. I give you a couple of examples. I want to tell you Amanda's story. And uh, Amanda has become, Amanda and Julie uh, and Dan, they've been some really good resources for me <laughs> with sharing sharing stories with you. Amanda was the first listener to ever share a story with me way back in the beginning. Check out her episode. It's titled, I Was Already There. And that involves time travel. Anyway, check it out. I think none of the platforms uh, have all of my episodes on it, all the way back to number one, except for feelingtwisty.podbean.com. That's the home platform that I use. That's the one I use to uh, the home base, if you will, for my podcast. Anyway, so check it out, her episode. And she's also, uh, her name popped up in the last episode. Uh, Check that one out too, Infinite Response. So this story is just about how easy it is. And that's what she wanted to share with me. And Amanda knows the power of imagination she knows that by assuming the wish fulfilled in just a moment, without making it hard, that it's done, and no stress is needed, and no worry is needed. So Amanda was uh, is going to be a DJ, or the DJ, at an upcoming wedding. Now, this wedding is informal, not a dressy wedding, and so she wasn't going to dress up f- for the, to be the DJ, but she didn't want to wear just jeans. So she had in mind just a, a light little Cotton springy dress to wear, but she didn't have it at the moment when she decided that's what she wanted to wear. But she assumed that it was done. She had the dress. She did check out her closet and nothing uh, was in there that she wanted. But she, remem- she uh, remained in the state of the wish fulfilled. She didn't worry about it, stress out about it. She dropped the concern for it still dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled the next day she gets a call from a friend with a box of clothes and she says uh, this friend is not known for dresses not a friend that you would expect to get a dress from and guess what's in the box she said that's right the perfect dress a sweet little cotton blend dress I'm quoting here mid-length with a ruffle and it's just that easy It really is that easy and that simple. Thank you, Amanda, for sharing that with me. And that's another example of, I think, to answer your question, the difference between dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled and those terms that I was using. There is no difference. Amanda continued dwelling in the state of, I've got the dress that I want. She didn't stress or worry about it or start planning, going, going which shop, dress shop do I need to go to, and all that stuff. She decided, made the decision that what she wanted and knew it was done. She dropped the desire and moved into, I got it. And when you move states and you're dwelling in this new state, the way you react to the world, and the, everything does change. It really does. And the way people talk to you and treat you does change because you're dwelling in this new state now it may be if it's a big something that you imagine to be big we're talking you know a financial huge financial win or a new job or a wedding a marriage uh where you have no relationship right now yeah of course you're going to you know everybody's going to be treating you differently and different in a different way than they were before but Regardless of the state, anytime you move into a new state and you're dwelling in the new state of consciousness, how you view the world changes and how the world views you does change, even if it's ever so slightly, there is a change. Just like if I'm standing in my upstairs bedroom, looking out of the window toward the front yard, I can see the driveway. In the road, and I'm cl- in my bedroom, I'm right next to the driveway. But if I were to walk down the hall to the other end of the house, look out my son's bedroom, look out on the same front yard, the f- driveway's much farther away. I can still see the road, but I'm seeing everything from a different perspective. That's what that's what it's like when you're moving in a different into a different state. Okay, that was a great story, Amanda, and I hope that helps answer your question, too, about uh, dwelling in the state of the wish fulfilled. I'll give you another example, and this might seem like an oversimplification, but I want to make it very simple because it really is that simple. I want to get across the feeling of just this knowing that it's done. Okay, so yesterday morning, it's uh, I get up at 6 a.m., see a text from my 19-year-old son. It was his birthday yesterday. And every birthday for our kids, we always cook their, they get the choice of dinner. I cook, we cook for them. Actually, I do the cooking. (laughs) We cook for them and we make a cake for them. Their choice of cake. So yesterday morning, I get the text from Caius telling me he wants a double layer chocolate chip cookie cake, homemade, and pasta jambalaya. By the way pasta jambalaya is a delicious dish if you want the recipe i'll send it to you just email me it's so good okay so here's how the day went i see the text and as soon as i saw the words pasta jambalaya i immediately could see the pasta in the pot and smell the sausage it has a very particular smell the the dish because i use a very particular uh well i use cajun sausage if you're from around here, around my parts, it's Richard Sausage. Anyway, so I could smell the sausage when I'm looking at the text. I already went into imagination, and that was my little imaginal scene. It was really automatic. Because, and I'm sure you're the same way, when you hear something, you immediately pull up an image. When you talk about food, that's an easy one, because you can you taste and smell, and all these things come up immediately. I talk about, you know, Tony's Pizza you can probably smell the pizza right now if, you, if you're if you from around here. So I saw pasta jambalaya, and immediately I'm standing over a pot of pasta jambalaya, and I can smell the sausage as the steam comes up from the pot. <sighs> and I'm done. Right then I knew, this is it, it's done. Now throughout the day, I still had to get, the kid to get my daughter to school, uh, run another son to work, go to the grocery store, get all the ingredients for the cake and the pasta jambalaya, come back home, start on the cake, run some more errands, all these things back and forth, and get everything together for the birthday celebration last night. Now, that imaginal act, that assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled happened at 6 o'clock in the morning, saw the words pasta jambalaya, smelled the pasta, and saw the bow tie pasta in the pot, Mm. I moved right then. I made then, now. And there, here, in my imagination. I immediately was in my kitchen, standing over the pot of cooked, delicious pasta jambalaya. And just that moment, I didn't, you know, stop and do a formal session or anything. It was right then. Mmm, pasta jambalaya. Mmm. And the rest of the day... Everything that needed to get done got done without confusion, without worry. Got the ingredients, got the cake baked, got the double layers cake, got it frosted. All these different things came together just as they should to fulfill, to make that happen for last night. It was already fulfilled in my imagination at six o'clock yesterday morning. But everything that had to happen, getting the ingredients and doing the cooking came about as part of what Neville calls the bridge of incidents. Now I don't, the only time I ever use that term, bridge of incidents is when I'm doing feeling twisty. I don't call it that. I just, when I'm talking to friends and family, I just talk about everything I need to get done, got done without confusion. That's one way, a clear signal for me, when I'm confused or worried about the steps in something, then either, uh, well, not either. I am not in my state of my wish fulfilled. If there's confusion over a choice or a step to make, a step to take, then I'm not dwelling in that state of my wish fulfilled. I'm not in that it is done mode, knowing that it's done. I'm still holding on to the wanting and not dwelling in the having of it. So throughout the day, I remained in the state of my wish fulfilled. Pasta jambalaya, double-layer chocolate chip cookie cake tonight, Caius's birthday, it's done. And everything that needs to get done got done. So that was me dwelling the whole day in the state of my wish fulfilled. And you might be thinking, well, that sounds, yeah, you knew you have to cook, eh, but it's the feeling I'm talking about. I'm talking about in imagination that morning, seeing it and smelling it done. And, of course, I had stuff to do to get to it, but I, didn't, I wasn't confused about it, and I wasn't stressed out about it. I did it with joy. I enjoy, well, I enjoy cooking, but everything worked out. The steps come together smoothly when you're dwelling in the state of your wish fulfilled, in my experience. Now, uh, I could have worried about it, started stressing out. Oh, wait, more people are coming? I don't know if I have enough food for that many people. What if it's not done in time? What if I get the wrong sausage? What if the cake falls? What if it's too hard? What if I overcook the cookie cake? You know, all these different things I could have worried about that would have indicated to me I'm not dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled or that I had not dropped the desire of it. I hadn't truly moved and stayed in the new state if I had gotten into worrying about it. Now, had that happened, had I worried about it, and then noticed that I was worrying about it, I could have immediately moved right back into the state of my wish fulfilled. Hmm, jambalaya. And pulling up that same feeling of, it's done. Sometimes when that does happen, I don't necessarily bring up the imaginal scene again. But I do pull pull the feeling back up and remind myself of who I who I really am, reminding myself that my imagination creates my reality, that what I am experiencing is made manifest by what I am conscious of being. And I move back into it, and I do tell myself sometimes, uh, "It's done, it's already true." Oh yeah, I, sometimes it'll it's like an. Uh, you know, like the V8 commercial, those old V8 vegetable juice commercials, and they knock their forehead, you know, I could have had a V8. And sometimes it's like that. It's like, duh, of course I've got this taken care of. Of course it's done. And I'm right back into the state of my wish fulfilled. By the way, the pasta jambalaya was freaking delicious. <laughs> it wasn't too spicy this time. I, got, I was told my daughter asked me not to make it so spicy. By, so I left off some of the well, I left out all of the cayenne pepper this time. Anyway, but that was an example. I hope uh, that it works for you is to show you how you remain in the state of the wish fulfilled. And really, it's a very, it's just a, it's very subtle and smooth and easy. It's not thunderbolts and lightning, you know. It's not a miracle. When things happen for you, when you're truly living in the state of your wish fulfilled, what happens, it, it seems natural and normal because from that state of your wish fulfilled, that new state of consciousness, that's the kind of stuff that happens for you, right? If you're dwelling in the state of wealth creator, having big paychecks come in or you know different things, it's not like, oh, my God, how the hell did I get, make this happen? You know, you're not shocked by it because you're dwelling in that state of wealth creator. You see what I'm saying? That when you're truly dwelling in the new state, what once seemed like a miracle to you, because you're looking at it from a, from a previous older state, a state of thinking of it, oh, my God, that would be so great. Please, Lord Jesus, please, please. I need a miracle. It's only a miracle for somebody that doesn't understand how this really works. And it's only a miracle if you're viewing it from the state of your, not, your wish not being fulfilled. Once you're truly dwelling in this new state, of course it happens. Of course the plumbing was fixed. Of course I was healed. Of course the pasta jambalaya was delicious. Do you see what I mean? From this new state, what used to seem like miracles aren't miracles. It's, oh yeah, that's the way I do things now. You know, it's normal and natural for you. And you being the I am behind all of it, you can observe that and you notice, you can notice, oh Okay, in my previous states, these things seemed impossible. What used to seem impossible, and I needed a miracle to have happen, now look at from this new state, that's a normal thing for me now. My reactions are different. Oh, you know what? That person that used to bug the hell out of me doesn't bug the hell out of me anymore. Oh, you know what? I don't really even see them anymore. (laughs) Different things, people fall out of your consciousness. They fall out of your life in in a way that, you know, you don't have to block them on social media or blast them or, you know, gossip about them. Why? Uh, If you do that, you are just check the state you're in. What are you imagining about yourself? When you're dwelling in the state of your wish fulfilled, you've dropped the desire and you move from wanting it to having it. Wanting it to being it. And knowing that you have it, your reactions do change. And you may say, okay, well, no, they don't. I still react and I'm still... Frequency, naturalness. And the power of awareness, that's a great... Well, almost cursed. Darn it. Neville's books are all great. If you haven't read Power of Awareness, check it out and his lectures too, but in that one, he explains it so easily about frequency and naturalness. Uh, But you you imagine the state of your wish fulfilled, and every time you notice you're not dwelling in it, and you know you're not dwelling in it by your reactions and your thoughts, your mental diet, your inner dialogue, your inner talk, those are great indicators of the state you're in. And you get right back into it and back and get back, and get back, frequency, and naturalness. And it does become natural to you. So what seemed like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be miraculous when it happens, when it does happen, you're already in that new state of its fulfillment. And so, of course it happened. And it'll happen so naturally often that you could look at it and say, wow, yeah, look how, <laughs> look how smoothly and naturally this happened. If I didn't know any better, I would say I had nothing to do with it. But you know better. You know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you will. I know you will. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast shows that you're opening up. You are curious at the very least and what this is all about. And that's great. Now you go from unwittingly manifesting your entire life to consciously doing it being intentional about it and changing your entire life it's a great adventure and you've got all the time there's no hurry no beating yourself up if it seems like you're getting bumped out of the state of your wish fulfilled believe me i i know all about that shoot Getting bumped. Get back into it. Get back into it. Get back into it. Check out my episodes. It's uh, from a week or a couple weeks ago. Specifically General is one of them. It's about whether you should be specific or general. I'm not going to give you the answer. Check it out. And check out another one called Naturalness. And that's where I talk about the frequency and naturalness. And then also, while you're at it, if you haven't listened to, I think it's episode 74, the title of it is I. I love that episode. It's about changing the concept or changing the feeling of I. And I use Neville Goddard's lecture as a reference. All right, guys, shoot me an email if you want to share a story with me or you have a question or you want that uh, jambalaya recipe, feelingtwisty at gmail.com. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.